1: We get together to meet with successful people from around the globe to dissect success through vibrant conversations and interviews. Make sure you click the subscribe button on the App Store because each week we will drop a new episode to buff through the myths around success and dissect its true meaning. Who's ready for the most badass and massive uplevel in their business? It is back! What's back? Momentum, Bland Teresa's signature six month business and mentorship accelerator is now open for enrollment. 10 entrepreneurs will have the opportunity to join this exclusive
0: experience that kicks off December 15th. This VIP program includes two to one coaching, monthly masterminds and training sessions, plus unlimited access to get your questions answered in real time. Imagine where you can take your
1: business in the six months that we will work together.
0: Ready to give your business the momentum you
1: desire? Head to TeresaLambertCoaching.com
0: backslash momentum to secure your coveted spot. Blair Kaplan Venables here with Teresa Lambert. We are here for another episode of Dissecting Success. Something that the world has had to welcome into their life is the possibility of change. Change isn't just something that might happen, it does happen. And how do we as entrepreneurs adapt to change? How do we know when it's time for change? How do we know when we have to make a change? How do we know if we have enough change? Do you need change for parking? Do you need to change your outfit? Change is so, so relevant to us as entrepreneurs. And today we actually really want to focus on the concept of change with a focus on changing
1: our minds. So fun. I think changing your mind is a big part on change because it's one of the few times we really instigate a change of trajectory. You know, like changing your mind on something, to me, is huge. Huge. Because... I used to, up until very recently, really only this last month, not change my mind on things that I had committed to. I would just move ahead with it or stick it out because I committed to it. And so it was almost like as soon as you commit to something, you're not permitted to change your mind on the thing you committed to. You know what I mean? So I never did. And now I'm like, no, this isn't working for me anymore. If you're changing your mind on something, if you don't want to do something anymore, if something feels complete, if you just need a change of scenery, even though you wanted to be in one place and now you want to be in a different place, change your mind. Why can't we change your mind, change our minds? You know, To me, that is a honoring my own energy and power pivot move right there that kind of changing your mind
0: Mm. power pivot move power pivot move amazing I love that I never thought of it that way I was just thinking as you were saying that like changing your mind is the ultimate ability to be in control and there's so much that we don't have control of and if you feel like it's time to make a change, make a power pivot, you can. And I was just, you know, we, we talked about this topic. I dropped into me yesterday and today we're recording it. And I was just thinking about the concept of like the way I used to do business and that I, if I committed to something, I committed to it. And if I, even if I couldn't give it 110%, I still did it. And I I was thinking about that and the growth I've had over the last few years even about really following my gut, following my intuition and knowing when it's time to end something, postpone something, change the way things are, change what's in my life. And I was thinking about, you know, we don't have a gun to our head. And then I remembered that when I first moved to Vancouver, I got robbed at gunpoint. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Side story. And I just, just like, I totally forgot about it. But my be- one of my best friends, Thea, lives in Vancouver and I moved to Vancouver about a year after her. We lived in the same building. And like a couple days after I moved to Vancouver, we were so excited. We went, had some wine and then we went grocery shopping, like downtown Vancouver, we went to IGA. It was, I think it was still light out. And we like got our groceries and we we're about to pay. And someone came in with a gun and robbed the cashier. And like the security guard dove behind us. That was scary. The cops drove us home. We had to leave our groceries there. And we went back the next day and they gave us like a really nominal gift card for, for, for the trouble. And our groceries. But I was just thinking about, thinking about like how I'm not at gunpoint. And I really have sort of been at gunpoint. Like not actually gunpoint, but pretty freaking close. And there's a huge difference to really being at gunpoint and having the ability to change because you are in control. Like, what can you control?
1: I love that you're bringing that up, Blair, because I think one really big thing to realize it here, and now I'm going to get all brainy on us all, is that our brain can't differentiate between you feeling like you're at gunpoint around something, like you know, because our, our brain, like it's always designed to have our survival at heart. So it's always thinking about your survival. So, but it literally having a gun to you, like being at gunpoint, having literally physically that experience and feeling as though a choice or changing your mind on something feels as life-threatening for whatever reason, our brain can not differentiate. So we might actually experience that emotion around it, the pressure, the fear around that in a very similar way, which is crazy if you think about it, because one is actually like, your life might just go into end in a moment. And the other is like, you're literally just driving yourself completely bonkers on something that you just gotta just change your mind and move forward, right? Like it's so simple when you dissect it like that. And when you look at it like that, it's like, oh, of course I'm not at gunpoint. But let's face it, when you're in the experience and you're having that stress response from this thought, I always say that is a not like a really, really good indicator that there is something to work through here for you, right? Like a belief around what it means to change your mind. And that was a big one. I I know for me, that was a big one because to me, changing my mind on commitments meant I'm a bad person. I'm letting people down. I'm, you know, flaky and all this like crazy stuff, right? Even when Sometimes the things I now change my mind on, people don't even know that I changed my mind on it. Like only I know in my business that I made a change and most people wouldn't notice unless they know about it. That is the messed up thing. But that belief, that was holding like like this whole idea that if you change your mind on something big, if you change your mind in general, Like you've made a decision and then you change your mind. That to me, that was a real like, no, we don't do that. We don't, like that is not the proper behavior, you know?
0: Like that is not a compromisation of our integrity. If anything, it's a nod to our integrity because we are making the change for a reason. We are making that change and that decision for a reason. And, you know, just to talk about it, I was going to launch my group coaching program Empowerment this month. But with moving and all the grief I've been going through and just this week we put my mom's cat down, who was my cat, then my mom's cat, then my cat again. And, you know, it was, it was heartbreaking. I just, and I was thinking about it when I kind of thought that it was time to put her down. I was like, you know what? I need to give myself some space. And October, I'm also publishing my, my first I Am Resilient book, my second book, but the I Am Resilient project we're publishing our first book. And I just, all of a sudden was like, why am I putting all this pressure on myself? And you know what? Social media is so important and launching empowerment can postpone for a couple months because this month should be all about the I'm Resilient Project. And I made the decision to make a change. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with it, knowing that in three months from now, when I show up to launch that, I will be able to give it 110% of my attention and energy and not dividing it between launching, launching and publishing a book and a program. And I felt guilty about it. And I even talked to Teresa about it over sushi, because I actually saw her in person. And I talked to uh, another friend about it. And I just felt really good about the decision. And I don't feel guilty. And this is maybe one of the first times I made such a big change in my business without the feeling of guilt. And maybe that's just a, a sign I'm growing. And we shouldn't put other people before us. And if we need to change something because it's protecting us. Why are we so scared to do it?
1: Yeah. And I think that's where the thing comes in. Right. But like you changed your mind and then you made the change, which I think is really, really key where most of us, I think we get stuck in the, in the phase of like, we, we know that we desire to change our mind. We know it would actually hold our integrity more and and benefit us more to change our mind. But there is that thing, right? Like the, the invisible thing, right? Which call them beliefs or paradigms or like whatever the heck you want to call them, fears. <laughs> it's all a similar like frequency of how we experience that, right? But there's the thing and then we're like, oh no, I can't, I can't go there. And the thing that you just touched on, I know was a big one for me. And that is the guilt, The guilt and the shame on being like, oh my God, like I changed my mind. And oftentimes, what I realize is that the reason why you are desiring or having this change of mind and want to make the change is actually coming from the most positive intention. And you just mentioned that, right? Like you were going to run or launch your empowerment program. You're also launching the I Am Resilient book right now, which is incredible. And here you are, and you've been in this grief cycle, and then you experience another loss, which I don't even like, and I, always, I don't know how many times I've said this to you and on this podcast, but you know, it's so impressive to see that you're still even functioning But also, you know, what I think is really important here, it's you becoming more vulnerable around the fact that, you know what, this doesn't feel good to do both right now because I just need a bit more space. And to claim that and then to take the action without the, uh, you know, I'm letting people down or whatever. Is that really true? Because I think that ultimately by you making this choice, and pivoting, power pivot. Again, Like it's a power pivot because now everybody wins. You win because you get your space. The I Am Resilient book wins because it has your attention. So do the clients that you're currently still serving. And the people that are dropping into empowerment in the new year will win because they are getting you at your best, not you at because you're like, that's all you can give to that right now. And I just think that that is so, so powerful, right? And to just claim it and be like, you know what, I changed my mind. And then I made this decision because I know it's the best decision. Like when you actually get to the other side of this, you feel the power in it, right? And it's like, hell yes, like that feels really good like, you know, I just made a big decision. Like I had committed, I can share this. I had committed to um, joining my coaches for another year in one of their coaching programs. And three months in, it just, like, it just feels complete to me. And I'm still going on a retreat to Costa Rica with them, which I'm super excited. And I'm still in some of like different programs that they're offering until the end of the year. And that feels really good. But I was like, this feels complete. I just desiring right now to have a bit of a break and to just focus on my thing and and just keep like you know just doing the things that I'm doing and putting my energy there and, and putting my energy into my business and my clients in terms of just finding a groove at the level that I'm at. Because what I've realized is, yes, we always want to up level more and up level more, but I was like, you know what, right now in this season of my life, I kind of just want to be steady in this, at this level of business. And for me, that might be steady for six weeks or steady for three months. right? Like I can't tell you that yet. Right. But right now that's what feels good. And so I worked through all the guilt and all the shame around changing my mind, particularly too, because I have so much love and respect and because I enjoy working with my coaches so much. I've invested crazy amounts in the last, you know, 14 months that we've been working together, but that was a huge one for me. I would have never, like, I think even six months ago, I wouldn't have done that.
0: And how brave you are for doing that, because it's a big decision to let go of the support you have while you're building, because how do you know what it's going to be like without it? But you just said something that was really important. I want to bring it back. You felt like it was complete. You felt like it was complete. A lot of us entrepreneurs drag things on do things longer than we need to or should, should to, should to, (laughs) or should. (laughs) I'm just making up my own words, but knowing it's time to make a change to change things up is how we up level. It's how we give the business, our businesses, the momentum they need. To up level. And sometimes it's with coaching, and sometimes it's taking a break from coaching. Sometimes it's switching coaches. I have different mentors and different coaches for different things. And sometimes even in the same topic, because we all have such different experience. And sometimes we need a lot of that support. And sometimes we decide that information is complete right now, and I have it, and I'm going to implement it, and then we're going to see what happens. And it's brave. And that's the thing is making a change is a boss move. Like you want to show up as a leader, a thought leader, make a change. Change. Change is good. You know, I have a friend who has a job and she was telling me how, like it's, a, a, you know, she's an employee, but they have all these really archaic like dress code rules that probably date back for decades and decades. Like on certain days, men have to wear ties and they just got rid of that. Bananas, change.
1: right? <laughs> right. That screams it's time for change. But yeah. then I also get that, you know, the company as a brand, right? I don't obviously know what company it is. So, you know.
0: It's just, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. But it's just like thinking about something that like doesn't change or took decades to make a very small change to feeling what's in your gut and making a drastic change. Like, you know, a potential, you know, six figure program I'm launching, I'm postponing till the new year. And I'm okay with that. Cause it was like, do I need them? Like, do I need the money? And then I remind myself, like, I don't do things for the money. I do things that are going to help up level and empower my community. And the money is a bonus because I do a lot of giving back. Like my I'm resilient project isn't a business. I, I lose money. If anything, like I, you know, I don't make money from it. And the more money I make with my, my business, the more I'm able to fund the, I am resilient project. And the more I can do with helping people be more resilient. And so it's this thing where if I make a change, it impacts everything. And this change positively enhances the, I am resilient project. And it's not a financial injection. It's capacity, which is a huge currency in business. It's capacity, right? And I think it's funny that I didn't even mean to do that, but like talking about change and currency. (laughs) Uh, Look at me go. I just think, you know, if we don't have the capacity to do something, make a change. If you don't like what's going on, make a change. If you are not happy, make a change. There's nothing to be feared about in the realm of change. And maybe we just need to rename that energy into excitement.
1: Well, they say that fear is excitement without a breath. So if you have fear around changing your mind or making a change, just start breathing through it. right? And you will find excitement on the other side of it. And that's really powerful. You know, that's really powerful. But I think what we also, you know, like, I think both of the things that we've changed our mind on recently, both you and I, for different reasons, right? You desired more capacity and space. I just literally was like, it's complete, right? Now it feels complete. Like, <laughs> like what can I do? It feels complete, <laughs> right? And... You know, I think it it too, like it was met with the most love and kindness. And of course, if it feels complete, it's a, it's okay to move on, right? And in the coaching industry, this, this doesn't always happen, right? And it made me think about flexibility and freedom and choice and the importance of those three things for me and how much they've been highlighted in my life in the last couple of months, I think for many of us. um, And, you know, the thing is always like, From all these things, we come to the other side and there is excitement, but you know what excites me most about moving through this as a leader and changing our minds and making these power moves is that every time we do that, we learn something and that learned experience we get to pass on. Like we did just now on this podcast and everybody listening and to normalize changing our minds and making a change if you need more space if you desire more capacity if something feels complete walk away from it if something doesn't feel good anymore break up with it um like you know I, I think we get so hung up on this whole thing of changing our minds that you know we we make the decision bigger than it has to be just change your mind like start with changing your mind. One, change your mind. Get clear on what you're changing your mind on. Two, take the action. Right? Like change the change your mind. Get clear. Do it. <laughs> Consciously. Come change your mind. I'm just, this is what I'm gonna do. Okay, boom. And just go do it and just see what happens. So this to me is a big fat invitation and permission slip to shake things up in your business, in your life, in your career, to start shaking things up a little bit and change your mind on stuff and just start to notice how you getting on the other side of it actually holds far more excitement than disappointment.
0: So listeners out there, what have you been thinking about during this episode what in your life are you ready to change what change are you going to make we feel like this episode is complete (laughs) and i think this is a good point to say thank you so much for spending time dissecting success with us and we look forward to doing it with you next time peace peace
1: That's a wrap for another episode of Dissecting Success. Enjoyed this episode? Make sure to subscribe to Blair Kaplan Venables and Teresa Lambert's podcast, Dissecting Success on the App Store. And follow us on Instagram at
0: Teresa Lambert Coaching and Blair from Blairland to stay up to date on our latest episodes, badass offers, and more.